All right, welcome back. We're here with the Edwards group. We're going to look at we're going to take a closer look at this group. Um, in this group, we got Clearwater, Las Vegas, Sioux City, and Galveston. So, um, got a little home cooking here. So, um, we'll see how this goes. So, let's look at Clearwater first. They have the 98-140 class replacing the 23-25 class. And anytime you lose Justin Edwards, Jacob Johnson, that's going to yeah. be tough. Um, it's going to be real tough to replace. They didn't hit the ties they were hoping for. They still got a good guy in Dustin White, I think. Um, shoots a lot of threes. If you can lower those threes, um, I expect him to be a lot better of a shooter. Um, I mean, yeah, that's over 50% from the field, so that's always nice. Uh, 19 points a game. Um, but three, six, three guys, they can all – um, they can all pass a little bit, or at least uh, Nico and Donovan can. Um, but you're losing a lot. So what do you guys think about this team? Yeah, let me get in here. I uh, I, I love Clearwater from last year. They were in the championship game last year and just got edged out by a uh, no, they really won. powerful. They won. The, I'm sorry. They this won. is the defending champs, so yeah. Yeah, the defend, you're right. The defending champs, it was freshman Cody Peters that was, uh, was a driving force, got uh, the opponent that got Waterloo in foul trouble and really changed the nature of the game. Um, so when they bring back the star that carried their team, you really kind of want to give them a lot of credit for that. Uh, they're a guard short of what you want to see in a elite bracket winning championship caliber team. So I don't know if Jake Adams uh, coming off yeah. the bench can be ready to play a star, a starring point guard role. But I, I just, I've always liked Cody Peters and he, he's a big game player and he was a huge defender too. I mean, there's just really no hole in his game. Yeah. I wonder if they can even go big, you know, putting uh, Jake Adams at point guard, Peters at um, shooting guard, Jordan Morris, a solid player. Um, that and and you could you can move everyone down, but I don't know. He'll he'll have some options. What do you think, El Nino? Yeah, I think Clearwater finds success in League Thirty One a little bit differently than I think we're used to. They are mean on defense. Right. Yeah, opponents shot under forty percent from the field last year on them. That's gross. And getting nine steals a game, obviously Dustin Edwards was a, was a big contributor to that. But, like, it is hard to score points against this team. And mm-hmm. I expect, you know, a similar strategy this year as well. So that's really I, what I'm looking at. 40, was, uh, check the strength of schedule on that, too. They played the number 40 schedule with that defense. They, wouldn't, they mm-hmm. weren't hitting cream puffs. Yeah. 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 No, no scrubs. So – I People are going to struggle against these guys, and I think if you know if they're able to slow it down and and you know be at least as efficient as they were last year, like that, they're going to win some games. Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, and we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, I mean, I know it's not the class he was hoping for, but I mean, he's got some guys coming back. And Jordan Morris was a two-year starter before John Washington took his spot last year. So, you know. You're, you're returning three starters and then you're another guy that started in the past. Jake Adams is a starting caliber player. They, they're going to have some guys. Um, cool. Let's look at the next team. We got Las Vegas, the legends. They brought in the 52 48 class replacing the 27 33 class. It's tough losing Ethan Gant, man. It's tough out here doing that. Uh, Cameron Denson and Michael Hanlon, but it's a lot easier, you know, when you bring in, uh, three guys who all scored 
in the uh, mid twenties to high twenties, you know, uh, I don't know, Jesse, I mean, all of them look amazing. Uh, McPeter, McPeters is the tallest and shot 62.1% true shooting percentage. Uh, who's your favorite out of these three? So McPeters has a weak all around game. So I think he's going to be a super scorer off the bench, but I'd love to see him being one of those 12 point per game, 12 minute per game kind of guys that really, uh, really excites the, uh, the team. If we're, if we're struggling, uh, it looks to me like I'm going to have balls or Ann Gibbs starting, which means I won't have a true point guard. I'll be relying on those juniors in the front court battle in Washington to be sort of the distributors and keep the, uh, keep the pace of the game, right? Hopefully they're, uh, you know, their senior leadership will, will count for something there, but yeah, no, we're going to rely a lot on these guys. We, we, we graduated 80% of our scoring in the off season. So uh, Gibson Balzer and McPeter, McPeters, they have to do it. Yeah. Tell me what you see in my guys, man. <laughs> I mean, Hey, for graduating all that scoring, uh, that's, that's yeah. not a bad class to bring in for sure. Right. So you know, br- bring in a very productive class, you know, still able to hide that that sophomore class, you know, predominantly on the NA, I think is going to be extremely yeah. helpful. But, yeah, I mean, it, you know, it, it's just what can the freshmen do, right? Like, the upperclassmen are proven. It's just what are they going to be able to do, and, and can they follow the leadership, you know, brought in from Battle in Washington, and mm-hmm. I, I think they're going to be the ones to set the pace and hopefully they can take some of the pre- pressure off these freshmen, but the freshmen have to perform. Yeah. yeah. I'm nervous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. I mean, and they're going to have to perform against really tough competition. You know, you get that clear water game matchup and um, in game three, you got plain view and exhibition three in Huntington beach. I mean, there's some, there's some solid teams you're playing here. So, Let's look at Sioux City. Um, they brought on the 176-187 class, replacing the 77-108 class. Um, you know, you lose your point guard and your shooting guard. It's always hard losing a point guard, you know. Uh, he wasn't the most productive guy. I mean, he put up 7.1 assists, but also three turnovers and couldn't really um, score. So that's something. But, you know, you bring in he, – he was a little bummed about his class. He talked. He brought in a seven-foot walk-on. So um, – <laughs> Hey, surprise, surprise. That's, that's always, that's always exciting. Um, I'm interested to see what uh, Aaron Johnson could do as, uh, you know, maybe a tall, a taller point guard potentially, but um, I mean, it's going to be tough replacing Porter and Morale for sure. Yeah. Does, does Leaper move down the lineup so they can clear her, you know, six, eight, trying to score at power forward. You can get eaten up in a lot of these, uh, you know, tall tree front courts in the league. So maybe Leaper has to move down because he's going to be the one putting putting most of the buckets up. Uh, the freshman class didn't bring scoring, so it kind of looks like he's the guy uh, If unless they bring someone off the bench who's, who can be a volume replacement. Um, yeah, I kind of wonder about Arrington a little bit. He had really maybe, good numbers, um, but, you know. Maybe even there, Agard. Maybe Agard can get into, like, small forward. And yeah. the guy and leave Leaper alone where he is. It's it's a hard read. Yeah, he's gonna he's got some issues to work through with this team. Uh, what do you think, El Nino? Yeah, scoring's my number one concern. I just it looks like they got some production from their bench, and, and hopefully that can continue into this year. Um, but I mean, this is another team that really relied on defense for success. So 
it seems to be a, a bit of a theme for a couple of teams in this group. So those matchups are going to be really interesting to watch. We might see some very low-scoring games, and then, um, you know, maybe maybe the Las Vegas matchup so will be the outlier. Cool. Well, let's look at the last team, the Galveston Italian Mafia. They were on the 36-20 class, replacing the 106-85 class. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a really highly rated class. Um, you know, they must have some really good – I mean, the stats don't look incredible by any means, you know, but they brought in some guys that can play wings, um, pass a little bit. I'm sure they're – uh, good defenders, but you know, just looking at the stats, I'm not necessarily impressed. Um, they did lose their point guard in their center. What do you guys see? I'm wondering if Logan Mosby, the freshman, he was six three, trying to play uh, power forward last year. Uh, he comes out with reasonable ball handling stats. He blocked point seven shots a game. I mean, that's kind of hard when you're six three playing down in the post. Yeah. So maybe he has some like glue guy skills that he can bring to the table and maybe he's the reason part of the reason they were ranked high. Yeah, I'm looking at them too, wondering the same thing. Maybe King and Mosby are glue guys. Uh and that kind of works with this team because they already have highlight scorers, right? Um mm-hmm. seniors Mooring and Herod have been sort of running the show for the last couple of seasons. They're 17-point-a-game yeah. guys. They know how to work with each other. I, I, it kind of looks – they don't have a big guy. They don't have that's, a true center. Mm-hmm. So is that enough to slow them down maybe? That's that's going to be their problem, I think, is yeah. their size. Yeah, I agree. I mean, props to this team for having a 25 strength schedule last year and actually out-rebounding their opponents. But 3.8 blocks a game is it, – it's just – you know, it doesn't scare you, right? It doesn't it – doesn't, right concern you about going down low on them and you know they gave up 51 percent from the floor last year to their opponents so i mean they're definitely looking for for some shootouts but yeah yeah, height's my main concern on this team i think that's where they might get beat up a little bit especially considering some of the other teams in this group and maybe cole mitchell can be their pj tucker you know and you just sit him in the corner and you shoot the corner three and on defense you guard bigger guys um i mean he he shot pretty well so yeah. maybe they're trying to go um, micro ball, you know. It worked out really well for the Rockets. Until. Dagger. <laughs> oh. uh, so um, anyway, uh, yeah, who are some players to watch in this group? Who do you guys like? Yeah. I'm a big yeah, Cody Peters fan Yeah, for Clearwater. I think he's going to have a great tournament as well. Yeah, you know, other guys can throw up stats too. Like there'll be some other twenty point per game guys. Maybe one of my freshmen will pull it off. But Cody Peters is going to win games with whatever stats he puts up. So when it comes to, I mean, we can talk numbers back and forth, but he's he's going to bring the impact with the numbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm definitely looking at uh, Jacob Mooring as well for yeah. Galveston. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to have a have a good tournament. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, there's some, yeah. I like I like a lot of these guys. So, um, but I'm excited to see. Yeah, uh, um, I'm really excited to see what Clearwater does and how they, who they funnel their offense through. I think Jake Adams could be in for a breakout season. Sure. So, um, who who's your pick to win this group? I think it's Clearwater. I, I don't I don't know. 
Um, there's too much flux here on my Las Vegas team. I, I don't know what we're going to be capable of doing. So I, I think yeah. Clearwater's got a system in place. Yeah. I mean, Clearwater's got a tough schedule. Um, they got Waterloo. They got huh. um, us. Um, so we'll see how that works out for them. Um, I mean, I think it's going to come down to that Las Vegas Clearwater game. Uh, I mean, not that Las Vegas doesn't have a tough schedule. You know, they play Clearwater. They play Plainview and Huntington Beach. Um, But I think it's going to come down to that Las Vegas Clearwater game. And it's like, are these freshmen ready to step up? You know, can they do what they did in high school? And, you know, sometimes, you know, it's the sophomores and up who get nervous in the PNTT because they know how important it is. And freshmen are sometimes ignorance is bliss and they just kind of go out and they shoot a lot and just let it fly. And it's like, maybe that will propel Las Vegas. So uh, I think it's going to be a close game. Um, I'm going to pick Las Vegas, I think. Oh, I love it. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I like that. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's hard that the freshmen, I mean, it's hard not to have confidence in them, right? Like all scoring over 25 points a game. I mean, it, two of them should work out, right? <laughs> right, and yeah. The, tr- the true shootings are, are great, too. They're all over 57, so. Yeah, so yeah. you like that. Um, it is going to be interesting when they hit Clearwater's defense. That's yeah. going to be a very yeah. interesting matchup. I think Clearwater having graduating Dustin Edwards, I think, is, is going to be helpful for Las Vegas as well. Just because mm-hmm. he's going to have to be, you know, focus it. Whoever he puts there is kind of going to have to focus on learning the position more, learning how that position works in their system. So I definitely think uh, Las Vegas can upset in that game, but um, I think Clearwater is going to be more consistent with the schedule that they have. And I think they're going to, I think they're going to get more wins that way. Hmm. Cool. Well, thank you guys so much for jumping on. Um, We'll be back soon talking about some of the other groups, but for now, enjoy these podcasts, and uh, we'll be back soon. All right, yeah. Thanks. Cool.